on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Pablo Reyes leads the pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Left field, he got under it. He had plenty of height. Towering fly to left. He had one and got under it. And this one is over. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field with Jerry Augustine. Here's Matt Foley. We got a few things to talk about. Brewers lose to Cincinnati 4-3. Unfortunately, this is not a game where the final result is probably the thing that people are talking about. It is once again the umpires inserting themselves into the game. Three ejections today, a call at first base that you almost will never see, and just really a black mark for Major League Baseball today in terms of the umpiring that we saw. And unfortunately, there's nothing more than I want to do than just be able to talk about baseball. But today, we got to do it. We're going to spend some time talking about the umpires. I'm sure you have thoughts. You can line them up right now. You can call. You can text into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk. A text line, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine is here. I'm here. We're at American Family Field. We've got you to 11. We continue the program after the news. The news starts in two minutes on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. Here he comes again, and Omar on a check swing, hit it to third. The play is going to be late with Joey Votto handling the throw at first on a very nice play by Eugenio Suarez, but Narvaez outran it. 4-3, the Brewers lose against Cincinnati as they've lost two of the first three in the series. Welcome back in to Brewers X Journeys. My name is Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside. Unfortunately, we're going to spend a lot of time on this program talking about umpiring. And before I say anything else... I do not believe that umpiring cost the Brewers a win today. This is not about the Brewers winning or losing this game. It's about the quality of umpiring that you expect to see in a Major League Baseball game. And umpiring is a really, really, really hard job. And there are a lot of very skilled umpires out there. And you know what? You probably don't know their names because the skilled umpires don't make things about themselves. And unfortunately, we have seen in this series bad calls, bad strikes, zones, bad egos, bad just about everything, and quite honestly, I'm pretty frustrated about it, and I think Brewer, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine is, is as well. I'm right there with you, Matt. You, know, you look at the, at the game, and one thing you do as an umpire, you don't want to you don't want to make the game change the complexion of the game. You want the players to change, to do all the changes and make the game the situation, and I thought tonight there was a couple calls that really changed the complexion of the game, and anytime you, I think you throw out a guy like a Christian Yellich and Joy Votto, you're throwing out two really quality players that possibly should have not been thrown out, but at the same time, uh, it just changes the complexion of the game. And uh, there were a lot of other mistakes. But those are two big mistakes that I think were glaring that fans saw. I love this game of baseball. I, I, I think people who have listened to me very long know just just how much I love the game of baseball, and it pains me that 
Major League Baseball does the crap job that they do on promoting the game, promoting the stars, everything that they, they just can't do. It is very frustrating because we watch some of the best athletes walking in the face of the earth do amazing things on an everyday basis, and people don't know about it. And here you are tonight, the Brewers are on national TV, on Big Fox, and you get Christian Yelich thrown out of a game because of a horse crap call at first base. You get Joey Votto thrown out of a game, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to umpiring. You know what? Umpiring's a tough job, and there's going to be close calls, and part of the job as an umpire is you're going to be yelled at. You're going to be spoken to, maybe at times disrespectfully, but what you do is you put your head down and you just wear it. Part of being an umpire, the day you walk into umpire school, you I don't know why you want this job as an umpire, but you do. Part of it is that you just got to hear people say things about you, and you got to have Teflon. You got to just let it bounce right off of you. And Joey Votto never took a step towards the third base umpire until after he got thrown out of the game. He was making hand signals. He was talking to him. He was doing lots of things, but he was walking towards the dugout. If a player doesn't make a move towards you, you should not throw him out. Yeah, you know it's about frustration. I think at, when you saw the Votto situation, where the, it was a close, it was a close call whether he swung or not. Very, very close, and he he. He made a, uh, some insinuations towards the umpire, and then he just walked off. And he really didn't go at the umpire. He challenged him a little bit, and he walked along. When you're an umpire, I think at that time, you just turn, walk away, and allow him to do it. Yeah. He's not, if he charges the field, comes out and starts screaming at you or uh, voices some obscenities, you have the right to throw him out. That's part of the baseball game. But I think with the Joe, uh, Joey Votto situation, he wasn't doing it. He was a frustrated. It was a big time in the game. It would have helped the Cincinnati Reds at the time. And he was just making some uh, some issues as far as he didn't think he went around out of frustration. And the umpire just turns and walks away. Nothing is said. You move on with the game. And Votto didn't go. I, I, he didn't yeah, go. No, I, I don't like saying no. that. You know, it, it helped the Brewers at the strike, but he did not go. That was not a no. – he, he shouldn't have been rung up. Well, he held the bat there. Yeah. I think the one thing, you, you look at the situation, you look at the swing, and he held the bat there. He definitely didn't swing on that in uh, – uh, you know, he's one of the premier premier hitters in all of baseball. When you talk about understanding the strike zone and going after pitches, he's a one of the best of all time in baseball. You, you look at his walks each and every year; he's right up at the he's right up at the top in all of baseball. But he held it there for the umpire to take a good look at. And whether the umpire called him out, which he did do at that time, he voiced his displeasure, walked away. The umpire should just turn around, walk to the outfield, and there, nothing else is said, and we move on with the game. Eight five five six one six one six twenty eight five five. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Have lots of tweets, lots of texts. We'll start getting to those. Take your phone calls if you want to get in here as well. We're back with more in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. Here he comes. Avi popped it over the head of... Joey Votto and everybody else in the shallow right. Urias scores. 4-3. The Brewers fall short against Cincinnati. They'll look for a series split coming up tomorrow. Brewers Extra Innings continues on. My name's Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here, channeling my inner Frank Costanza. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. You people meaning the umpires. Uh, and that's what we're talking about, unfortunately, today. Uh, 
got a text from Patrick in Kewaskum. He said, uh, after such atrocious umpiring this whole series, will Major League Baseball step in or say or do anything about it? It seems to me like something that the powers should be able to do something about. No, they won't, because the umpires are protected by their union. And on the rare occasion that Major League Baseball actually does take action against an umpire, suspends them, something like that, you don't know about it. There's nothing stated publicly. Umpires take vacations throughout the course of the year. So if all of a sudden umpire isn't around anymore, generally the assumption is that they're just on, they're taking vacation because uh, the, the, the eldest umpires will get a month or so of vacation during, Absolutely. during the course of the year. So you have no clue if it's a suspension or what's going on. More often than not, there's no action taken. I've always believed, and I, I've said this before, and this is not an anti-union thing because union folks have taken issue with what I'm saying. If I was Major League Baseball, I would essentially no longer work with the current union, take umpiring in-house. If they then want to unionize again at that point, once they're in-house, that's fine. This is not an anti-union thing. They can have their union, but basically break up what's going on right now, take control of the umpiring from Major League Baseball, set the rules, set the parameters, offer every single one of these schlubs a job. Like, I'm not even looking for any of these guys to lose their jobs, but just take more control. I think it's very important that baseball has control. You know, there's different ways when you umpire. Let's talk about what happened last night, really, with the with the Adamas going into second base, and they ruled it interference. I thought that was a good call because the rule states you got to stay in touch with the base and really, really stood beyond the base three or four feet. It's a, it's. It's the rules. You got to stick to the rules, and that's it. Let's take Christian Yelich tonight. Christian Yelich gets a bunt, gets a base hit, and as he goes by the base, his shoulder turns. Does his body really turn towards second? No. But he's, he turns and notices that, hey, this is not the right thing, straightens up and goes right to the, to the foul line and stays right there. Right then, the umpire comes around and calls him out. He said the intent was to go in the second base. If you look at the scoring on the play, they call base hit for Christian Yelich, a single, and out at second. Right. Because that's the, the ruling on the play. I don't think Christian in any way, shape, or form had any intent of going to the base. It's something you maybe turn your body, upper body, to see where the ball is, see what's going on in the in the play. Is that intent? No. I, I just think that was just not a very good call. I thought the umpire just made a, a bad call on that because the Christian was not in any way, shape, or form had the intention of going to second base. Well, and it's very similar in a way to, remember earlier in the season there was that baseline call that That's was right. made. That's and right. There's just, as an umpire... There's no reason to make that call. And I know there's going to be people out there that say, well, by the letter of the law, that is... Well, watch baseball. If you're a letter of the law person, watch the game of baseball. Because it's like I always say, if... If there is a highway where the speed limit is 60, but everybody goes 80 and nobody ever gets pulled over for going 80, then the speed limit on that highway is 80. That's what everybody goes. That's the way it's done. Now, if Major League Baseball wants to step in and all of a sudden change things or whatever, we're seeing that with the sticky stuff. Major League Baseball is going to change things. If all of a sudden Major League Baseball is going to say, you know what, we think this deal with running out the running it out at first base is a problem. So if you look to your left, if you drop your shoulder to your left, we are going to start 
start saying that that's a move towards second. If that's what you want to do as Major League Baseball, okay, then state that, and that is start going to be you can start calling it that way and, and, and enforcing it that way. It's not enforced that way, therefore it is not the rule. And I agree. I agree 100%. And it goes by intention what you're trying to do. If, if right there Christian would have turned, taken a visible step towards second base, hey, all, it's the rules right. He's out, but it, you did not see that intention there, and it really had a. It had to do a lot with that inning. You, you, Craig got thrown out earlier in the inning with the pitching change. Christian got thrown out there when he would have been safe at first. What happens after that? Navarro walks. Navarro walks. Obviously, El Garcia hits a ball in the corner. Uh, Navarro gets thrown out at home. Changes the whole complexion mm-hmm. of the inning. But it, it's. You don't blame the game on that because I don't think you should. But I think the the problem with it was that play with Christian at first base with the intent of going to second base. I thought that was a bad call. Yesterday, Craig Council said in his post game when it was talking about the strike zone, he said, he, I'm paraphrasing, but he essentially said, look, the guys who are complaining about these calls are guys who don't complain. So that should say something. That's right. It's, Absolutely. You know, it's boy who cries wolf syndrome. That's and right. if it's the opposite of that, if all of a sudden you've got a bunch of guys who never say diddly poo to the, to the uh, umpires, and all of a sudden they're saying something, that says that, that says a lot. I, I don't remember every game that Christian Yelich has played, and I'm sure somebody can find video of him reacting in some way, but Augie, I cannot recall off the top of my head a reaction like that that Yelich has ever had. No. I, you know, it, it's just you know the, the it's just about the intent and I, I guess I, I I thought the umpire was was jumping the gun there I, and I and I even believe that the second baseman in India wasn't going to do anything he was joking when he tagged him it and was a just, joke he kind of just yeah. just went like that to him and the umpire calls him out right away and I, I it's just that's not baseball I I think the baseball has rules I think when you make the intent of going making a turn making that step to second base. That's what it's there for. It's not that was just looking. You, that means you got to walk and you can't look either way. You can't turn either way with your upper body. That's not that's not the rule. But you know what? The umpire made the call. There's nothing you could do about it. And they call Christian out. But I just thought it was just a very bad call at that situation of the game. It was a big part of the ball game. It made a difference. I feel in the ball game a little bit. Uh, Brewer still came back and, and got the lead. And unfortunately, uh, Suarez hit the home run. But at the same time. Uh, it's that's just not where the the rules are in the ball game the way they're supposed to be called. All right, so I sent out a tweet earlier and uh, I said, well, "Give me your thoughts on the umpiring," and I'll read some of the responses. I got a lot of responses, so I'll get as many as I can in here. Pathetic. Uh, if I wanted to see a quartet of incompetence, I'd have stayed home and watched the Marx Brothers. That's not bad. Disgusting both ways. And yesterday's balls and strikes were ten uh, percent incorrect. Terrible. Uh, clown show. Somebody uh, sending a gif of a dumpster fire. Somebody sending a gif of a uh, a bird, and then a poop emoji after that. So you can figure out what that says. A joke. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Major League Baseball umpires you should be ashamed. I've seen better consistency in the weather. Time to implement umpire eye exams. Icing on the ump cake show. I'll let Yelich speak for me. They obviously went to the Angel Hernandez School of Clueless Umpiring in the offseason. I like that one. Um, yeah, Hot garbage. Uh, somebody said, worst call they've ever seen. Every game this crew is allowed to continue to umpire is a separate case of malpractice. 
It's all about the strike zone accuracy. The lack of accuracy forces pitchers to throw pitches they don't want to throw and batters to swing outside the strike zone. Not good for either party or team. Uh, While well, I wonder if there should be a new protocol, when umps have a bad series, I feel they should watch all the games in the series they just umpired and take notes of what they messed up on. Also, they would be off their next series without pay. The without pay thing will never happen because of the union. They do get graded. They get graded they on every be. game. Absolutely. And they receive the report. And I, I, you know what I bet they do with those reports they get? I bet they just throw them away. I yeah. bet very few umpires. The good umpires look at it and learn. The umpires on this crew, I don't think they're doing much with the report. And the, tonight, you have to admit, and even last night with the, with last night's ball game and tonight, there there was a lot of frustration. It just wasn't the Milwaukee Brewers. It was the Cincinnati Reds yeah. also, and the frustration was there on both on both sides. Of, both sides. We saw Brock when he gave a home run up to Taylor, and he just looked at and he pointed at the umpire, and you could tell he said, "That's yours." Brock threw the pitch. He made a mistake on the pitch, and Taylor did a great job of driving the ball at a ballpark to tie the ball game. That's the good. That's good for the Brewers, and that's the way it is. That's not that you can't blame the umpire for that. You threw the pitch, but I think you got with the game of baseball as hard as these teams are playing, and as hard as it is, not only to to win games, to to go to playoffs, to go to World Series, and do something extra special. Teams have to work extremely hard to get better, and it's always in that if I, as a player, make myself better i'm going to make my team better and that's the focus they have i think the umpires have to have that style of attitude also because they mean so much to the game they're going to make mistakes they're human Mm -hmm. but they mean so much to the game and it's not that they're it's all about the umpires which they don't want it to be you don't want the game to be about the umpires when you have a game that's not about umpires you have a good baseball game four three brewers lose to the reds there were there was a baseball game that got played today it was not just a bunch of umpires that were out blowing calls We'll talk about the game. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. And dead pull on the infield. Swinging the bouncer. There it is. Left side. And Adamas will make the play. And the Reds are going to have two on. That was, that was Jesse Winker taking a shot at that vacated side over there. From the foul line to second base. A 4-3 loss for the Brewers today as they have lost two of the first three against the Reds, and the Reds are continuing to make this thing just that much tighter as you take a look at the standings right now. Uh, the Brewers' lead in the division is down to five, and they are still going to play the next four games against each other, final game before the break tomorrow, and then three after the All-Star break starting next Friday. This is Brewers Extra Innings. I'm Matt Pauley. That's former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, and Augie, from what we've spent so much time talking about umpire, we need to talk a little bit about this game. And uh, quite honestly, you know, Doug t- uh, texted in earlier and said, um, "Have to score more than two to three runs a game to to beat the Reds." And and I think he he's right. This is a really good offensive club, and no matter how strong of a day you have from a pitching perspective, and it's really it's two swings of the bat by the Reds that make all the difference in this game. But the Brewers absolutely do. And I was. I don't know about you, I was a little bit disappointed. In the first inning, Narvaez gets the infield single. That's right. And that was the 14th pitch of the inning for uh, for Gutierrez. 
and then he ends up throwing 10 more pitches. So that that took him from a 14-pitch inning to a 24-pitch inning. That is a huge significance in the first inning because now all of a sudden you can say, we've got his pitch count up. You get him on another 25 or so pitch inning, he's sitting around 50 through 2. He's not long for the game. You're going to get him out of there, and you're going to get to the Reds' bullpen, and you're going to get it early. So to me, it's not even so much about the Brewers not scoring runs. They they got the 24-pitch first inning, but they never made him work again. Yeah, you know, he, he started commanding the strikes on okay, that first inning. It was a little bit off, but, you know, you got to give credit to, obviously, El Garcia with the big two-out hit there and scoring a, scoring a run. But, uh, you know, it just he, there's certain pitchers, when you face them, pitch very well against you. It's just like what what Peralta does, what Freddie Peralta does against Cincinnati. You know, when he Freddie pitches against he throws the ball well. Today he only gave up two hits. Unfortunately, they were in the same inning and caught and uh, put the Reds up 3 to 1, but there's certain guys that are pitch real tough and when you get a guy who has big inning with number of pitches, you got to utilize that to your to your best interest and it just seemed like after that though, he got he started commanding the strike zone a little bit better from inning two innings, from inning on until the sixth when he finished up. I thought he threw the ball very well. He had a good command of his pitches, used that breaking ball effective and located it very well against the Brewery hitters. But Freddie was just as good. I mean, he didn't give up hip, and he hits up until that fifth, that uh, sixth inning where he got the leadoff where he hit, hit a batter and got a single by Winker and then the home run by Castellanos. But he threw the ball very well. But we saw a little bit of frustration there uh, with location and the umpire with some very close calls and mm-hmm. inconsistencies. I don't think it's the umpire missing calls as much as the inconsistencies that really affect some of these really good pitchers. Yeah, a texter from the 262 said uh, Peralta struck out Castellanos two pitches before he hit the three-run home run, so the umps did play a big role in the game's outcome. And I think that's a response to me saying that the umpires don't cost the Brewers the game. And the reason I say that is because the the strike zone was bad on each side. Like I, I agree what the texter said. He that was a missed call and Castiano should have been gone. So sure, from a literal sense, that that has a big impact on the game. When I say the Brewers don't win or lose because of the umpiring, specifically, it's because the, the the umpiring wasn't biased against them today. It was just bad overall umpiring. And that, that's the point I'm trying to make. But at the same time. Peralta easily could have walked out of that inning without giving up any runs. You know, Matt, and you have, I, you and I have talked about this a lot. Where after we've watched a game, we sit and we talk about the game. As we talk about the umpiring, and the one thing about umpiring, I and being a former pitcher is it's not it's not you know missing pitches so much as the consistency in which you call strikes and balls. Mm-hmm. If you got a, if you're a low ball umpire and you give a little bit on the low on the low side of the strike zone, that's fine. But be consistent about it. I've always been a firm belief that all the great umpires that I remember that I pitched to gave a little bit on the outside corner, tight on the inside corner, and were either a little liberal up or a little liberal down. But you know, when you get in that ball game and you get in the ball game, you get in that even into the second inning already, you start seeing where these umpires are. You start seeing where they're, where they're going to start calling strikes. And the guy like Freddie Peralta and Gutierrez tonight, those great pitchers, they pound that place. They know when they need a good, a big pitch or they need to make a good pitch, they can go there and get a strike. Sometimes the inconsistency with the, with the strike zone causes that some problems. And, you know, it might have been for, for Freddie tonight, especially with Castellanos when he hit that home run. Uh, that same texter, by the way, said the strike call on Adamas when he clearly called timeout before the pitcher uh, started his pitch was ridiculous. I've got a lot of issues with umpires. Anybody who's listened to this, I actually, I, I think most umpires probably grant time in that situation, but there's 
the umpire doesn't have to grant time. That's, That's right. not something that not. an umpire has to do. That's right. So um, if you're a Domus in that situation, don't step out of the box until you know you've been granted time. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was a great look for the umpire, but we got enough things to talk about that the umpires did tonight. That's one that actually doesn't bother me quite as much. Yeah, it's a, just a frustrating night because the, the way the game went, and you know, the I, I just you know, you look at three umpires throwing out three people in a ball game. That's that's so unusual. Yeah. When you really think about it, you know, you see guy, one or two guys get thrown out on occasion. Maybe it's the same umpire uh, once in a while, maybe two different umpires. But we had three different umpires throwing guys out tonight. I hate coming in and talking after ball game about the bad, bad things that umpires do. I love talking about the game itself. What happened in that game? And you know what? We did. We talked about it tonight. They did not have a good game. Sometimes you don't have good games, but you know when you take the when you take the complexion of a game away from the ball players that go out and play so hard that it, it's, it's a sour taste in your mouth manager craig council had thoughts on the umpiring we will play his post-game thoughts next this is brewers extra innings this is brewers extra innings on wtmj and the pitch castiano sends it in the air to left and deep warning track at the wall gone for castiano's he just hit a three-run shot out of here with nobody out, and the Reds have the lead. 4-3. Brewers fall to the Reds. Brewers extra innings rolling on here on WTMJ. We are live at American Family Field. You've probably been waiting for this. Manager Craig Council, he had a lot to say. He spoke with uh, the assembled media just a little while ago. Here's a shocker for you, I say sarcastically. He opened up his post-game uh, comments discussing the umpiring that we saw on the field tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was the pitch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's been um, – it, it, I feel like it's been a rough series, but um, – for the umpires, um, so yeah, there's 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 a lot of guys upset. Both both teams. Did did that little slight shoulder flinch by Yelly um, constitute a move towards second? Yeah, I mean, you in, I get in the um in the umpires' judgment, I there was something, but it, it you know that's a that's just a clear case of an umpire kind of making something up or thinking he sees something that has no influence on the game um, and then making a call. Um, you know, it, it's a similar call to what we saw earlier this year on our interference call. It's, it's, it's the, it's the same call to me. There's nothing there. And the umpire decides to make a call um, and get involved. And there's when there wasn't any reason to be involved. That inning played out too. I mean, that was pretty costly. I mean, definitely a run would have scored. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how the inning's going to play out, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a poor call, and it cost us a base runner. A home run um, to Casillas from Peralta. What did you see out of Freddie in his five plus um, innings, um, including the five no hit innings? Yeah, I mean, Freddie was really good tonight. Um, you know, the, the, you know, I mean, he was, he was really good. I think, you know, I thought the Freeman, couple of Freeman at bats kind of cost him some pitches probably um, and, and extended, uh, 
you know, it's it just, it was, he was brilliant through five innings, but the, the Freeman at bat that extended the fifth and uh, to Gutierrez and, and that kind of changed who let off that inning was, was, was a big spot. And then he, you know, he just, just barely next um, India with the, with the um, curveball, and then that that kind of got the inning started. Um, I, he still made good pitches to Castellanos, made made the right pitches, made perfect pitches to Castellanos. Um, but uh, you know, Castellanos did a nice job. Greg, how happy were you to get the uh, the call about Omar there right after we talked? I guess. Yeah, and I'm thrilled for Omar. Um, He's had a tremendous first half of, of 2021 and uh, doing what he's doing as a catcher. And, you know, the same things I said before the game, hitting in the middle of our lineup, uh, producing like he has. He's, he's been a real offensive, consistent, consistent offensive player for us and, and putting up, you know, really it's impressive numbers for for any position, really. So let alone catcher. So um, he's a deserving all-star and, and happy he got rewarded for a great first half. Is it also fair to say he's getting rewarded for the work that he's put in, I mean, overall since he got here in his catching game and the work he did on improving after last season's offensive frustrations? Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the All-Star game, you get rewarded for your offense, for position players, honestly. So I, I don't – I think he's, he's his defensive work the last two years, uh, his improvements and his dedication to it, um, you know, we certainly take note of it every day. Um, but, but this, this nod is to his, to a, to a tremendous offensive season. Craig, that a home run by Tyrone to tie the game kind of got the crowd back in the game and, you know, kind of looked like it shifted the momentum. And then, uh, Suarez ambushed that fastball off Josh and just, just flipped real quick, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we gave her down two and, um, in, in the eighth and, and, and not much going on. Um, we gave ourselves a shot. Tyrone put a great swing on the ball, um, and, and got, got Josh in the game. And unfortunately Josh fell behind to fell behind Suarez and we've done a good job with Suarez this year. Um, we've, we've pitched him really well, I think. Um, unfortunately we let, we left one in the heart of the plate there. And kind of back to back tough ones, hasn't it, Craig? I mean, just batter, you know, battle and pitchers duel both games. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, we, you know, bottom line, we haven't scored enough the last two nights. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're making our pitchers be perfect. Um, and, uh, you know, if we, we, you know, at one point I looked first three innings, we got lead off men on, um, two of the last three innings, the last thing we had lead off men on, we, we just, we haven't been able to capitalize on getting some lead off guys going and producing a good inning out of that, unfortunately. So, you know, we start the inning well with some pressure, and then a bunch of innings feel like they fizzled a little bit on us. Manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. You know, the the other thing is, and again, you know, Augie said this earlier before he uh, before he left that he wants to talk about baseball. That's what I I want to talk about baseball. Now we're not going to not talk about the umpiring tonight because clearly, what happened from the umpires is the number one story. That's the thing that most people are interested in. So we come on and we do this show and we talk about the umpires. But by talking about the umpires, what do we not spend as much time on? Freddie Peralta was incredible through his first five innings. And if the strike zone is more consistent and more correct, it might have gone even deeper than that because it looked like Castellanos was, should have been out pitches earlier we haven't we haven't talked about that a lot we haven't talked about the play with 
Omar Narvaez being thrown out at home and just a fantastic relay played. And even when I watched the replay of that, like I wasn't convinced that he was out. I, I was curious, I was almost a little surprised that they did not challenge that call because I thought the foot might have gone in there a, a little bit. So we haven't spent time talking about that. We haven't talked about the fact that Josh Hader gave up a home run, second home run he's given up over the last week or so after not giving up a single home run for a while. There's so many baseball things that happened in this game that were overshadowed uh, by what happened with the umpires, and that stinks, and that's bad for baseball. That is very, very bad for baseball. This is a wonderful game, and we should be talking about the things that happen on the field. We should not be talking about the combined incompetence of Gabe Morales, John Lipka, Brian Honora, and Doug Eddings. We'll go back through the game with the highlights next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 4-3, Reds beat the Brewers. Pitching matchup, it's Freddie Peralta getting the start for the crew on the same day they finds out that he's going to be an all-star. Vladimir Gutierrez getting the start for the Reds. It would be the Brewers who would strike first in the bottom of the first inning. Luis Urias leads the inning off by being hit by a pitch. Uh, the next two outs are recorded pretty quickly, but then Arias would steal second base, and Omar Narvaez would do this. Here he comes again, and Omar on a check swing, hit it to third. The play is going to be late with Joey Votto handling the throw at first on a very nice play by Eugenio Suarez, but Narvaez outran it. So it puts runners on at the corners for Visayo Garcia. Here he comes. Avi popped it over the head of Joey Votto and everybody else in the shallow right. Urias scores. So it makes it a one nothing game. It would stay that way for a while as Freddie Peralta was just rolling through, not giving up any hits in the fourth inning. Has a uh, Gets the first two outs, would walk Joey Votto, so one on, two outs. Tyler Naquin at the plate. Scattered a couple of them, two and two. This will be the tenth pitch of the at-bat coming up. And the 25th of this inning for Freddie. Here it is. Curveball got him looking. Jelly-legged Tyler Naquin. Yep, so big strikeout right there, and that uh, pushes things to the bottom of the fourth. Still a one nothing game as it goes into the sixth inning. Freddie Peralta back out. First batter he would face, Jonathan India, hit by a pitch, and that would bring up Jesse Winker. And dead pull on the infield. Swinging a bouncer. There it is. Left side, and Adamas will make the play, and the Reds are going to have two on. That was, that was Jesse Winker taking a shot at that vacated side over there from the foul line to second base. Yeah, so that's a base hit for Winker. That's the first hit of the game for the Reds. Two on, it brings up Nick Castellanos. Now, during the Castellanos at bat, it certainly looked like Peralta had him struck out, but he did not get the call from home plate umpire Gabe Morales. And a couple pitches later, this happens. And the pitch. Castellanos sends it in the air to left and deep. Warning track at the wall, gone for Castellanos. He just hit a three-run shot out of here with nobody out, and the Reds have the lead. That would end the day for Peralta. Brent Suter would come in as he is warming up. 
Manager Craig Council goes to have a conversation with Gabe Morales, and Morales informs Council that he will not be watching the rest of the game from the dugout as Council gets ejected. The conversation centered around some of the pitches not being called specifically in that Castellanos at bat. The umpires would continue to insert themselves into the game to the sixth inning we go. Leading off the inning, Christian Yelich. Yelich up along third. Gutierrez has it and throws past Joey Votto. And right there to pick it up, Jonathan India. And Christian Yelich is now being called out by the first base umpire, John Lipka. Yeah, and at that point, Yelich reacted the way you would understand because it was a horrendous call at first base by an umpire just simply inserting himself into the game. Yelich lets a few words that if I said I would lose my job, uh, loose on the umpire Lipka, he gets tossed from the game, and the inning then continues on. Uh, Omar Nervaez walks. That brings up Abisayo Garcia. And the pitch. Line to left in the corner. This is going to be a run all day for Omar Narvaez. He's around third. Coming home. The throw is going to be in time, and they got him. Wow. What a play by Tucker Barnhart. And the throw, the middleman, the relay was Mike Freeman. Uh, He took a throw from Jesse Winker that was really on the ground. Freeman was incredible picking that up off the ground and throwing home. It was a great relay, and uh, that's a huge play in this game. It keeps it at a 3-1 score. Amir Garrett would come in and pitch the seventh inning for the Reds, would keep it at uh, 3-1. So then we go to the eighth inning. More umpiring issues in the eighth. Joey Votto strikes out where there was an appeal to the third base umpire, Doug Eddings. Votto clearly does not go around. It wasn't particularly close. Eddings rings him up. Votto walking back into the third base dugout never makes a move towards Eddings. He makes all kinds of uh, hand gestures towards him. He's saying lots of stuff, but uh, the very sensitive Doug Eddings makes the decision to toss Joey Votto from the game. So we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Brad Brock is on to pitch for the Reds. First battery faces Manny Pena pops out. But then uh, Luis Arias walks. That brings up Tyrone Taylor. Here it is. Swing and a drive in the left. Deep warning track. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Tyrone Taylor. He just tied the game with a two-run shot. Yeah, big, big hit. One of the biggest hits for Tyrone Taylor in his Brewers career. After Willie Adamas flies out, Omar Nervaez doubles. So he represents the go-ahead run on its second. They then intentionally walk Avisayo Garcia. At that point, uh, Josh Ositz comes in to replace Brock. He strikes out Jace Peterson, and it is a 3-3 game going to the ninth inning. Josh Hader comes on. First batter he faces, a Eugenio Suarez. Suarez against the Brewers' left-hander. This one hit in the air to right and deep and gone. Yep, so that makes it 4-3. Heath Embry comes on to pitch for the Reds in the bottom of the ninth inning. Keston Hira strikes out. Jackie Bradley Jr. grounds out, so quickly two outs in the inning. Pablo Reyes then comes to the plate. He has a nice at-bat. He's able to draw a walk. 
So he represents the go-ahead run on at first base, and Luis Arias is at the plate. Pablo Reyes leads the pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Left field, he got under it. He had plenty of height. Towering fly to left. He had one and got under it, and this one is over. Final score, 4-3. Reds get the win. With the win, the Reds go to 47-42. The Brewers drop to 53-38. Winning totals for Cincinnati. Four runs, five hits, no errors. They leave five. For Milwaukee, three runs, seven hits, no errors. They leave seven. Winning pitcher, uh, it is Josh Osick. He goes to 2-0. The loss to Josh Hader, he's 3-1. Heath Hembree, the save, his sixth of the year. Home runs for the Reds, Nick Castellanos, his 18th. Eugenio Suarez, his 18th. For the Brewers, Tyrone Taylor, his 7th. The game lasting three hours and 18 minutes played in front of a crowd of 32,034 folks here at American Family Field. We'll return. We'll look at the uh, series finale, the final game before the All-Star break, give you some scores from around baseball, and get out of here. That's up next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Tough night for the crew as they lose 4-3 to the Cincinnati Reds. They've lost 2-3 of three now here in this series. Overall, when you go back to that three-game series sweep, what, so they've lost five of their last six against the Reds. They'll try to split this four-game series tomorrow and uh, take some happiness into the All-Star break before they'll play Cincinnati for three more starting next Friday after the break. Around the National League Central, the Cardinals and Cubs playing at Wrigley today. Cardinals come up with a 6 nothing victory. And then uh, the Pirates were playing a doubleheader against the Mets. Pirates win game one, 6-2. The Mets come back with a 4-2 win in the nightcap. So as we do take a look uh, at the standings right now in the NL Central, the Brewers with their record at 53-38. and They are in first place. The lead over the Reds down to five games. Uh, Reds are 40 and 42 the Brewers uh, they no longer have the biggest first place lead in the division the White Sox have a seven and a half game lead on the Indians the Cubs and Cardinals are each eight and a half games back and then the Pirates are 19 games back I know I've said this over and over and I know the Brewers have just lost two of three against the Reds to me it is still the Cardinals that are the team that I'm most worried about making a run, and, and I say that knowing full well that they have not been very consistent this year and they don't have a particularly good record. All right, so the Brewers and the Reds coming up tomorrow. It is going to be Brandon Woodruff on the mound for the crew. The right-hander 7-4 and with a 2.10 ERA. Luis Castillo 3-10 and gets the start for the Reds. 110 first pitch, 12.35 for network coverage. I've got you at 12 o'clock for Brewers warm-up, and then we'll talk after the game for Brewers Extra Innings. That will lead right into Bucks coverage here on WTMJ.